Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, anybody listening to this, we are going to talk about some triggering uh, terms or any form of discrimination, or we could talk about um, transphobia. So if you any of these topics trigger you, please take this in as a trigger warning um, as we talk about today for cancel culture. And I want to thank Nardvillain for coming back here today. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Y'all, I am glad to be here. Also, call out to me. This is for a quick second before. This episode's coming out the Sunday after I get married. Um, so future me, hi. You did a great job. And mm. love your like love the moment that you're in. And I hope right now that you are lying in bed, uh plugging this podcast and enjoying the moment of now. <laughs> Finally being a wife mm -hmm. after four years. That's not all the plugging that's going to be happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's not all I, the plugging that'll be I, happening on that day. I wish. I'm going to have my period. Like, oh, I know. Mm. I know. No fun. Anyways, Nard, welcome back. Uh, today Thank we're going to talk about cancel culture. This is this is a topic that we talked about in our music podcast that it was going to be our next podcast to do, and I think this comes in at at a really good time as Netflix has just dropped uh, Johnny Depp or Depp mm. versus Heard, and that yeah. really sparked um, a huge conversation with cancel culture, and then in the last couple years as well cancel culture has become a very big topic, especially in the content creator community and YouTube community. So I would really like to sit down and talk to you today and kind of hear what are your thoughts about cancel culture? Have you been canceled? And are you tired of seeing sad YouTube apologies of crying, holding their dogs with their Starbucks latte behind them saying mm -hmm. that like, you can't judge me for the mistakes I made. But I, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, there's a point in time where we've all probably done something in our lives, right? That's going to probably be triggering at a specific time because things at a certain period of time in life, obviously, was more acceptable. Like there's movies even from the 90s that apparently would never hit the mm -hmm. surface of 2023. I mean, I can name a few. I mean, if we're if we're like... I think we could never see an American Pie in 2023, nope. or we could, but a different version of it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I don't know. It's just the culture. You just have to adapt to the, you know, to the changes. A lot of people might say uh, the newer generations are a little bit more sensitive, but no, I don't think it's that people are, are sensitive. I think it's more that people are just a little bit more aware of of like what's a little bit more offensive now. I think you know. Um, but, uh, to answer your question, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely a thing. I mean, council culture is definitely a thing and it's, um, it could be a lot. I mean, it could be, I think it can be, uh, a little extreme and mm -hmm. sometimes it can be a little bit more reasonable. Like, oh, okay. Of course. Like we shouldn't promote that person because they out, they're straight up racist, you know, or, um, oh yeah, what they did. 10 years ago or 20 years ago assaulting that that person sexually should have it should have been they should have paid the consequences back then so they if they're going to pay for it now okay cool 
Yeah. You know, it shouldn't have, it shouldn't have been slipped when it happened 20, 30 years ago. You know, it shouldn't have been missed, looked at at that, at that point in time too. Oh, absolutely. Um, I and mean, I'll dive into that for a little bit more. I, I meant mm. to start off with this for anyone who doesn't know what cancel <laughs> culture is. I want to live in the world that you live in, uh, the mm. blissful world. But for anybody who needs a definition of it, this is, is how uh, Wikipedia describes cancel culture. Cancel culture is a phrase uh, contemporary to the late 2010s to early 2020s used to refer to culture uh, cultures in which who are deemed to be acted act or spoken in inappropriate manner and are now ostracized boycott or um shunned so mm-hmm. i think that you you, you kind of nailed it really well on the head for you know for an example of yeah something like let's let's say something 20 years ago 30 even years mm-hmm. ago especially in the 90s like you you did some really bad things to a person yeah. and now it's coming to light and you're paying the piper awesome please mm-hmm. like i i am down for that i please like that part of it's okay to me mm-hmm. and we like you said like american pie so me and my fiance went back and started watching survivor from the first season so it's 2000 is the first season they're flagrantly dropping the r word Mm-hmm. the f word not fuck yeah 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 like, I know but it's somebody. but it's in the trailer mm-hmm. it was in the trailer or let's talk about how i met your mother when they used to play the game it um is she a chick or does she have a dick mm-hmm. that was like 15 years ago so times have changed the the thing is is people are heart like not wanting to change with the times and i'm tired of everyone just saying like kind of like it's like it's not we're not that we're sensitive then i'm tired of being called a snowflake or a lamb or a sheep like you can't like handle these things it's just sticks and stones like maybe if your bones but words will hurt you and at yeah. this point at the age of cyberbullying absolutely and i think coming down to cancel culture i think we need to be a little bit more defined with it Mm -hmm. like if you're like harvey weinstein kevin spacey yeah you're or or bill cosby Mm. super fucking canceled for the rest of your life there's no redeeming that but then you have an example would be uh a tiktoker um getting canceled because she's lip syncing to a song that has the n-word and she doesn't say trigger instead Mm. of the n-word and then she loses sponsorships she loses everything okay so how come we we gotta break this up into like some segments some segments spectrums yeah right and like apologize if like if you offend somebody apologize like basically i'm saying i'm sorry and then we can move on with our lives and like the thing is is i don't even think cancel culture holds any weight anymore i think the only reason it holds weight is on like platforms like watch mojo or uh publications where they really hone in on like look at these 15 stars that have been canceled like like a good example is will smith as like mm-hmm. um a couple years ago punches 
uh, Chris Rock in the face at the Oscars. Yeah. Canceled. We're, we're, we're canceling him. Are we, though? Because his show no. is on HBO, right? It's so, like, there's no repercussions for that. It's just maybe some people now don't like him. Or Doja Cat, who has no problem like criticizing her fans. She loses 500,000 followers in a span of a couple days. Mm-hmm. Her newest song is on the top 10. It, like there's no correlation to cancel culture yeah. versus actual punishment. And then the, the what I want to talk about is the acknowledgement of it versus immediately shutting them off. Mm-hmm. So a good example, well, for me at least, is Vanderpump Rules. Beloved show, especially beloved show on this podcast. Yeah, we know. We know. Oh, yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> A couple years ago, Stassi, uh, Kristen got fired because they called uh, the police on the black cast member at the time, accused her of stealing when she didn't. Mm-hmm. And it was because and they really did dislike this cast member because she w- had cheated on... Um, one of the other main cast members' boyfriends. And it was a huge plot point. And then basically Stassi and Kristen were canceled. They were canceled. They were canceled for years. Stassi has had two number one bestsellers. She just went on a giant tour, uh, basically called, I think it was like Mommy and Me or something like that. And like she just basically goes around to different cities and talks about pop culture. Mm-hmm. To me, that doesn't feel canceled. She's just still living yeah. a... But it's kind of like we have this mindset. We forget that people are canceled and then we move on with the rest of our lives. I I think it's, that's what it is, is I think it's, it's, it's only, you only counsel people. I'm not speaking for everybody. I I just think there's a variety of, of different ways people counsel people. Like Mm -hmm. people counsel people that people can easily counsel someone if there's no convenience, you know, like, like, okay, I can cancel, let's say, um, well, I haven't counseled J.K. Rowling because I don't really even li- watch Harry Potter yeah. or read the book. So it doesn't really it doesn't matter to me. So the fact that she made some obviously some remarks about, you know, the uh, the transgender culture or, mm-hmm. or you know, p- people and whatnot, um, you know, there are certain things that I think you if you don't agree with the popularity, you're. I don't know how to say it, but um, I feel like if you're not in the mainstream of things, and if you're in, if the mainstream is for the better and not the worst, then I think you should probably keep your opinions maybe to yourself because mm-hmm. I think I believe in equality. I believe yep. in rights for everybody. And for me to say that right now, I could potentially be canceled because some people don't believe that. Yep. So people who don't believe that is probably going to counsel me, but mm-hmm. because that's a very um, popular topic right now, and it usually trends to the more, I guess, uh, positive aspect of the of the um, of the argument, uh, I could be safe and say that I I won't be entirely canceled, but maybe canceled by a few people. Um, so I, I just think it comes to the convenience. Like some yeah. people will counsel Chick Fil A, but a majority of people love Chick Fil A, but they also love the LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. community. So it's like, 
when does canceling something really when are you really canceling something is it out of convenience because you don't even really rock with them in a way or is it because it's not that really you don't really that you don't really have a such a strong opinion about the specific topic for example r kelly like i will cancel r kelly because i'm a i really do strongly believe in that you know adults should be very should not be molesting children i mean yes. that's obvious. Yeah. obvious so i am very comfortable knowing that hey i don't have to listen to r kelly's music mm -hmm. i don't have to play it be around it whatever you know i'm fine with it you know it's not a you know i even if it was a convenience say i'm a huge fan mm -hmm. i'm sorry i just can't rock with that i'm sorry i can't sit here and be jamming to something knowing like when he said seem like you ready is he talking about a 16 year old or an actual female you know so i got i don't want to think about that stuff anymore so mm -hmm. i don't even i don't even listen to his lyrics and it kind of brings up a good point when you when you talk about r kelly there's obviously we're not going to take the elephant out of the room which is michael mm -hmm. jackson yeah true i listen to his music every day every day at work mm -hmm. it's on the radio it's radio bait. Yeah. okay like do i think michael jackson did the things that he was accused of absolutely but it, is he still a beloved artist that his stuff gets played continuously all the time yeah yes and like again you you nailed on a head you nailed it on the head when it comes to jk rowling is a lot of people are boycotting her but you're not boycotting harry potter because mm you're still going to go spend all that money to go to Universal or watch the movies or buy the merch or go to the play. So like, I think if we, if we really want to sit down and cancel, like cancel people, we have to then also remember the properties that they do as well to walk away from it. Like I got like you also talked about Chick-fil-A. I have partaked in a Chick-fil-A. Okay. I have, I've had, it is it's good um yeah. but i am so scared to tell people that i've eaten at chick-fil-a because they will accuse me of being homophobic and that's not true i just like chicken okay mm. but it come and then my argument always is I'm like okay are we gonna not talk about the what's going on in the world of fast fashion and how these companies are just destroying people's lives, getting children to work. Have you gotten anything ordered Amazon in the last like week? And all the what goes into that? It's it's just so many different evils in the world. Yeah. Why are we focusing on? Oh my God, this person may have said this fifteen years ago. Now we're gonna cancel them. And I and this is another thing. I want to get into this about is comedians canceling comedians oh, for yeah. risque jokes. That is mm -hmm. their job is to continuously push the envelope for humor. If you don't like this brand of humor, don't listen to it mm -hmm. and be, be cautious of the comedians that you like. And even think about go back and listen to an old Robin Williams standup, beloved may he rest in peace where he is his stand-up was controversial okay mm -hmm. back then and this is beloved comedian robin williams yeah so 
we need to kind of give comedians a tiny pass. Okay. Like it's, they're just trying to get a reaction out of you. Mm-hmm. Trying to make you laugh during those times. Like trying Eddie to make Murphy, you- Delirious and Raw. Those are like crazy yes. comedy, you know, that would never. Never. Well, you never know. There might be some raunchy comedians that'll push the, the button, but not like that. Not like how yeah. they did it. Robin Williams and all of them, how they did it back in the late, mid, late 80s, early 90s. Even moving on up to with like Kevin Hart. I know he did some tweets on uh, Twitter a few years ago that uh, lost his opportunity to host the uh, Grammys or the Oscars, one of the mm-hmm. two. And then he, then he was like, just do apology. And he was like, you know what? I'm not even going to do it. No. He's like, I'm, yeah, I'm not even going to host. It was, I think that was Kevin Hart. It was Kevin Hart. He was yeah. going to host the Oscars the mm-hmm. same week that he was going to do it. Um, they found old tweets from 15 yep. years prior. And they wanted him to apologize, and he just said no. Mm-hmm. Like, have we all said something racist in the last 15 to 20 years that would be deemed racist today? I have. Yeah, but have you tweeted it, though? Have I tweeted it? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I- See, there's a difference. I think there's a diff. I mean, in my opinion, I think there's a difference between, like, throwing a little racist joke or being racist amongst your friends your peers that will accept that versus publicly being Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna make a remark publicly and express my views publicly to an audience that may or may not acknowledge that that racist remark could have been should have been lightly taken you know so well yeah and it also comes down to age so 15 if that was me today i would have been 15 years old Mm-hmm. I have much different views as a 30 year old woman than I did to a 15 year old girl. Mm-hmm. And I think our opinions change. I mean, like, look at being PC. Like, we as a society, especially content creators, we dance around being PC yeah. because we don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. But 10 to 20 years ago, PC wasn't a thing. We just kind of said yeah. what we we wanted to say if that makes True. sense and i'm sure you at you being a content creator too and trying to be be pc mm-hmm. there's i'm pretty sure there's been times even on the podcast you might have said something by oh shoot if that's taken out of context yep. there is a potential situation that somebody if not thousands may take that the wrong way if they don't really know who you are oh absolutely uh, podcast like that might have happened. Sorry, go ahead. I so said that could have probably happened to me without me realizing, you know. Mm-hmm. Podcast today. Today it came out. I mm-hmm. talk with Cookie about my ex boyfriend who married somebody that was Asian. I'm mm-hmm. trying to keep this as so friendly as possible. And that's not out of the realm. For him to have wanted that. And I full out say it. I'm like, he had, you can just imagine the color, mm. fever. So it's, you You can't say that your ex liked Asian, the Asian culture. Like, like for example, I could, like someone's like, that person likes black men. Or yeah. that person like Asian men or whatever. Yeah. So that's almost to the point where that's not politically correct. Yeah. 
exactly could potentially be canceled i could because... be canceled for associating that i'm being racist towards a culture which i'm not being yeah i'm just stating the stating the mm. fact and i and it, it sometimes can be exhausting to dance around it yeah. i sometimes i just want to say this yeah. without needing to dance around it or someone yeah. you're canceled because yeah. you're a racist so, so what i'm so what how i'm gathering it is if i knew someone let's just say i knew a guy who only dated white women sure so i would have to phrase it to say that according to my friend i know that my friend likes to date white women mm -hmm. i have to say it that way versus saying yeah, he likes white women. I knew he was gonna. I knew he was gonna end up with, with yeah. a white woman because he likes white women. Yep. It's just the phrasing, I guess. But it's like, again, it's the spectrums. Like, yes. is this just as bad as like, um, somebody sleeping with somebody and videotaping them that are like underage? Is that the same spectrum we're going with on cancellation, canceling somebody? It's great. Yeah, it's those are some things we have to think about, you know, it's that could be just as worse in somebody's career than mm -hmm. that, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, mm -hmm. at any point, someone could go on my podcast, take a snippet of it 10 to 15 years now and be like, how dare you feel this way? And I think there's mm -hmm. something as well to feeling something in the moment that you may have say that's inappropriate versus being a racist. Mm hmm. And I think that really does come line in line. If you're just dropping the N word in front of everybody. Oh yeah. That's gross. And we don't like yeah. that. But if you accidentally, like for an example, I like to, like, I always do this. Okay. Like I rub my eyes all the time because mm -hmm. my eyes are dry and itchy. And I got called out once because I I left my eyes like this. And for anybody who's doing listening, obviously listening, because there's no video. I have my eyes somewhat slanted as I'm literally rubbing my eyes. Massaging your eyes, yeah. Massaging my eyes because my eyes are tired. And someone, somebody had come up to like had said to me, they're like, "Are you making fun of the, um, of Asian culture by doing that?" And I'm like, "What? Yeah. No, I'm just my eyes are itchy." Mm -hmm. Or the classic. Oh God, I'm gonna. I don't want to do this because this is really bad. Um like the white supremacy hand thing that see i wouldn't even know I, yeah I've never I, so i'm not yeah so this so for what it is and for anybody listening it's like three fingers and like a circle like an okay kind of thing yeah kind of like an okay. okay so this is this is a symbol for the kkk i didn't even know that but you know what i, I associate this as fucking pretending that you're trying to stare at someone's balls being like ah, oh look, yeah this person's balls yeah. yeah, when you do it like this, and then you put it below your waist, it yeah. Looks, yeah, we do that all the time. KKK. And then you get punched. Yeah, oh, K yes. this is KKK. No, I, I would have never, you. there's literally photos of me, because I used to do that all the time. I'd be like, ah, yeah. that's balls. And then they'd yeah. like, I punch them. Like, punch I, you. Yeah, yeah, we the do balls. the asshole. It's the asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's, that's not, you can't do that anymore. Uh, we still do it. <laughs> I'm about to, dang, all right. <laughs> <laughs> After your wedding, I'm about to be canceled too. Cause me and my friend, but see, I'm not publicly going around doing it though. No. Around people that might it might offend. It's just like if I see my buddy discreetly, I'll be like, you know, I was like, hey, what's up? And he looked, and I'm like, got you. You know, it's just like a thing yeah. we all do.
it's a it's like a, a tiny little joke. Like, I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't know that was a cancel culture thing until uh, the series Watchmen, where they talk about doing the symbol, and that's how they resonate it. And they're like, "Yep, that's a symbol." Are they doing it below the waist too? Yes. And I was like, "Okay, that's like where it came from." And I'm like, "Okay, this uh, is fine. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, but see, it's just it's like like harm. Sometimes there's harmless things, and you don't realize that you are doing it." And I mean, I'm notorious for singing in the car and not dropping the N-word, but saying other things instead of being like, just as the song is saying it, should I be canceled because I'm lip syncing to one of my favorite songs? I don't think so. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's kind of this weird world that we live in that, but again, like canceling somebody does that really cancel them if it's like over a weird reason? I mean, just take a look at all the YouTube apologies over the years. There's been so many and they're all really I just bad. did one. Did you so actually? I no, I was just being funny when I did. I was going like say... a little press conference thing, but yes. I was just being silly. I said the wrong, I gave the wrong hack or something and I just did a little press conference or whatever. But but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like, if you let it pass you by without that apology and mm-hmm. without a little tear or two with your sponsor in the background, you know, big shout out to, to your sponsor or whatever, um, then it's not authentic. You know, it's like, oh, they're going to just sit here and not acknowledge that we know that they effed up, you know? Yeah. Um, it just makes it just takes the it makes the the wound less. uh It'll, it, it'll heal the wound a little bit faster. You might still lose some people. Some people might stop rocking with you, but yeah. But if you can at least just throw out that apology, that's where we're at. But, you know, at least like, it shows that you're trying to be better or do better. So, like, let's talk about the aftermath. You mm-hmm. get canceled. So now that if, if you're a content creator, that is a mental health spiral like I've ever mm-hmm. heard because no matter... You are going to get, I mean, as a content creator, you get shunned anyways every day. So then you're going to get extra shunned. And then you're going to have people coming onto your page just to try to ruin you and try to take Mm -hmm. you down and tear you down. And then you are left with an empty shell of not feeling satisfied. Like, I don't know if you've seen uh, Jake Paul's um, Untold on Netflix. Mm Mm-mm. Um, do you know the untold? I have to watch that. Do you know the untold series? Uh uh-uh. uh So the untold series is untold events that happened in sports. Oh. Okay. Um, it's I I I'm not a big sports person, but it is so good. I've seen it. I just haven't watched it. I've seen it on Netflix. The the series. I just haven't been able to watch an episode yet. Yeah, because there's an episode like Caitlyn Jenner. My personal favorite is Malice in the Palace, and um, the Trashers. But so Jake Paul just had an episode and he goes into the fact of he had millions of dollars at 18 years. He bought an $8.4 million house at 20, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's going to act out. He was just right. doing stuff for views. We let him do it. And then we canceled him. And then he was left with nothing. And then he didn't know what to do with himself. And he talks about his mental health struggles of not wanting to carry on. He had no sponsors left. And then someone uh, Mm. basically said, I want to, I want to punch Jake Paul. And he's like, well, let's box. 
And then he started his boxing career. And then that is his whole life now is boxing. He has given up everything. I might've missed it. Why did he originally get counseled again? You might've just said it. Um, There is lots of reasons. Um, But the main one was, and please correct me if I'm wrong to which I'll Google it while you're Jake brother did this or uh, Paul brother did it. He went to the suicide forest in Japan or Taiwan or somewhere in Asia and happened to have found somebody who had had just ended their life Mm. and was like, oh, and he has like the alien from fucking Toy Story hat on. Like I've seen that image so many times. And then he made an apology pretty sure that was that logan paul bro like the paul one of the paul brothers but like he he had no problem taking shots at his brother he married uh tanya montage i think that's her name for they didn't even get married but they spent like a bunch of money trying to do it uh by trying to do it um they just had a fake wedding and pay and got got their fans to live stream it for 30 bucks and they was never like a marriage license or and they got yeah they're chipping people so that's they're not chipping cool. people right um they definitely encourage kids to gamble on you know like the multiple sites that they get sponsored uh mm-hmm. rice gum is the same he's done the same thing he's been caught multiple times basically but they were just they were just two brothers big business people just trying to make money and they didn't care how they got it because they just wanted the money and then Jake Paul was like, I have no reason to live. I'm going to start boxing. And then, holy shit, he became one of, like, the best boxers in the world. Yeah. Selling out $60 million pay-per-view nights. Mm -hmm. And he's had six fights, and he's only been defeated once. And that was in a eight-round, and the uh, the referee had to decide, whoever decides a boxing fight, had to decide it. Yeah. Next to a professional boxer who has been boxing since he was four years old. Went toe-to-toe with Jake Paul. So, like, it kind of just goes to show, like, you get canceled. And it really just depends on what you do with that and try to find happiness. Another one is Johnny Football. Another untold story. He was, uh, obviously, he played for the NCAA. Is that the college football in the States? uh and what ncaa yeah ncaa yeah yeah yeah. ncaa okay so as if anybody who doesn't know what that is or what college u.s college football is uh to americans it's a very important uh passport uh for the rest of us in the world nobody watches college football but for march but for march madness that is huge and like i said it's basketball but uh, but football friday night lights same same idea oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. uh johnny johnny football or i don't i don't i think it's like johnny Ferrero or something like that he got yeah, really yeah. annoyed because they were making hundreds of millions of dollars off the support of uh junior athletes that can't accept one dollar that's true so he got pissed and he started Fan, he started doing a fan Me offered too. him thirty thousand dollars to sign his autograph, and he did a lot of that. And then he had like two million dollars by the age of, he was nineteen, Damn. and he spent it all. Um, and he has nothing to really show for it now. That sucks. 
and he has to you got to pay the piper but our should we cancel him because he went against the grain to try to get college athletes paid because NCAA wanted to cancel him. Yeah. But the rest of everybody else was like, yeah, we support you. So I, I mean, it's in it's- the rule book. I mean, if you're a college athlete, you're technically not supposed to be paid. I mean, I don't even think college athletes got have, can they get sponsors and brand deals? Nope. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a rule. I mean, I- I think we got to change that rule. Because there's a one, there's one athlete. He ended up being more of a YouTuber, but uh, he started out as a prof- uh, college ball player, and um, he was making money off his YouTube. And mm. people were starting to well, the 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 university was ve- again very strict on you can't make money as an athlete. And he had his own YouTube channel. I wish I remember who that was. They were on, an, I think they might have been on like a Colin and Samir episode or something, but, okay. um, but anyway, yeah. uh, this is uh, Real Life with Stassi, way better, way better podcast. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, uh, and yeah, he got in trouble. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's like he ended up leaving the school because he decided to go the route of being a YouTuber. He made money. Yep. So. Well, I think that, I think it's just sad that you have these corporations basically making millions of dollars off these kids backs and then they might not even make it to the nfl that might be the highest they ever get due to injury or not uh, obviously not being the best of the best i mean to get into the nfl is a fucking miracle on a good day they're extremely extremely hard to get into and not only that you don't have long careers true in football i mean obviously minus tom brady aaron Rodgers, um and the select few but how many people play two games of football and have a career ending injury or tearing an ACL on their first day back. And then they're off for the season. Yeah. So, and now they can't play and now their sponsorship stuff's like, what was that? Not for college, but more for NFL. Yeah. They're it's now they're in jeopardy. No, they'll probably get drafted and traded and they'll probably never see the light of day again. Or they are, if they're that good, they might play next year on a different team. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I don't understand the the uh how things work when it comes to, you know, professional sports. It's definitely college, but I think they gonna have to somehow figure out how to to leverage athletes that can maybe make money on their own. Now I again I'm very I'm not educated in the uh college realm of sports. Or just the college system in general. So I'm already about to lose the college. I'm uh, the college kids, the, the sports. They about to cancel me for this right here. I'm okay. already lo- I'm already you, losing people. You already losing not, people. you're losing people. You already lost people yeah. saying that you weren't the biggest Taylor Swift fan. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, ain't, I I I appreciate her music, but it ain't I, it ain't on my playlist. You know. Yeah. We can talk about that later too. But okay, here's my theory. My theory okay. is. I understand that as as a college athlete, they're already getting at least some type of funding from the school. Yes. So if I feel like if there if there if it's possible for some athletes to get money from brand deals and stuff, those brand deals should be able to also help them financially through their through their school, okay. like a, a a scholarship. Yeah. So if that's the case, if there was a way to to intertwine the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think college and univ- I think universities and brands can work together that way. So then that way it's fair. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I I see univers I see me as a university. I and and I'm paying this player to focus and and play the sport on my dime. And yet I'm paying for them and then that, but yet they're also making like thousands of dollars to play the sport too. Like, you know what I mean? Like I think as a university, they're like, well, why am I paying for them to play if if other organizations like other scholarships can pay for them to to play the sport? I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I think they at this day and age, they should be able to figure out how they can have their college students to make money while they're playing the sport without it being a distraction. I don't think they get paid. I think they get uh, decreased payments for school because they get in on sports scholarships, specifically Mm -hmm. for football, basketball, any of those uh, university sports. But like those, some get a free ride though. Some do, but at the same time, how much are you paying for equipment? How much are you paying to work out? You have to have a personal trainer. Uh, I think the the school pays for all that. They do not, my friend. That is out of oh, personal. That must, that's out of personal be, pocket. That's that's Canada then. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking about? That is well, definitely here. That's for sure the case because university sports is not a big thing here. That's not a thing. Like obviously, there's the occasional football game that you like football player that might go to the CFL, and that's our like that's our football league. Mm-hmm. And again, that is slight at oh. best but um pretty sure in the states that stuff's not covered it could oh, be it know. could it could vary from different university to university but from what yeah. i've gathered from my when i say lack of knowledge it's pretty lack but um you're not paid to do any of that stuff oh yeah absolutely per- i know it comes out of personal pocket and then once you make it big you're good you're fine mm-hmm. But then let's not talk about the $100,000 it took you to get into that school that you now have to pay that debt off. And yeah, some people do get a scholarship through and through. Other people don't and are now trapped with this $100,000 student debt, can't go anywhere because they didn't make it to the NFL or or at the XFL or any other football league. They could be on like a, a a B team, a C team, and they're they're making like thirty thousand a year. And then again, it's all it's a lot of pocket. Like I would say, hockey players. Um, I we have a friend that's a financial advisor for higher up uh, people that make a boatload of money. So the like so let's let's say Matt, let's say Marner, he's he plays mm-hmm. for Toronto. He makes a shitload of money, like a shitload. But that being said, he pays his manager, pays his PR person, pays um, mul- like I guess a different multiple trainers, but however you however you want, you want to break it down, uh, his rent is extremely high. Um, just living his co- like his cost of life. Oh yeah, they yeah. can't pay for that stuff. But I just yeah. figured at least their tuition in as a, as an athlete should at least pay for the tuition. Yes, it should at least now, pay for tuition. But then, how do they eat? How do yeah, they? Because yeah. well, they, they can't yeah. have jobs. That's their full time right. focus is them playing football. Because that's if they don't have that, then they have nothing. And I've have, I've heard mm-hmm. places people who have lost like not proceeded in sports, their scholarships get um, pulled. So you have to then eat. You can't do anything besides football or whatever mm-hmm. sport you play. 
So it's fascinating. And I mean, that even comes down to yeah. the university scandal that happened a couple of years ago, oh, where all that. these celebrities paid millions of dollars to get their kids in, which took away the opportunity for kids that actually earned it. It's mm. interesting because it this is a really big states thing, but in Canada, like we don't have like dream schools. Like you just kind of go to school. Like I'm sure if you mm. want to go to university, like you would like for us, let's say for where I live, you would probably want to go to uh UFW, Western, Laurier, uh Mac, um U uh UFT. Uh, University of Windsor, you kind of, it kind of just really varies of like, if I want to be an engineer, I'm going to go to, mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Wa Waterloo. If I want to be- University of London? There is no University of London. Oh. That's, that's Western. So that's the oh. University of Western Ontario. So that's in London, which is one of the biggest universities in Canada. It's also mm -hmm. number eight on the biggest parties, like the most partied school in the world. Like you go to Western, you fucking party. I didn't go to Western. I went to college. My fiance went to Western. Mm, and okay. um, he will contest to the part, the amount of parties. Lots of smart people. Like lots of smart people. Like his friend's roommate, or maybe it was his roommate in his first year. His, the, was, uh, I guess it was Greg. Probably butchering the story. But anyways, long story short, it was the CEO of Gap's son. Just mm. like, was his roommate right oh wow so like that's cool um western has a lot of alumni very 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 smart people lots of scientists lots of doctors but western is known for its football they okay. win they win the i don't know the cup the cup name all the time it's pretty it's pretty common but anyways but yeah like we don't have it's not like, oh, like I didn't get into Penn's uh, University or Duke or Princeton or Harvard mm. or Yale. That is not. Oh, that's hard schools to get into, period. I think it's what, like 3% chance of getting in or like 1% yeah, chance. Maybe less than that. It's, maybe less than that. It's crazy to how small mm. all that stuff is. Because like here, like if I tried hard enough, I could have gotten to university. But I don't think I could have, like, I couldn't have gone to law school. I couldn't have gone to, like, medical school. Not Me only neither. that, I couldn't afford it. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. I don't I, have patience for science like that. No. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Well, no. I want to definitely apologize because I have no education whatsoever in regards to tuitions and all that. And I Googled it. And literally, it says right here that if you're planning on being a, uh, athlete in a college, you you should expect to find other ways to find money for tuition because, as on an athletic scholarship, they only pay but a small percentage of your tuition. Here it says the most is on average most athletes get around like five thousand in a sports um on an athletic scholarship. Some if you're top tier athlete can go all the way up to like seventeen thousand per student, but realistically on average it says most athletes get around five thousand intuition so it says here that more than likely you you're getting other scholarships uh elsewhere outside of athletic programs which is so, crazy because i thought if i'm going to sit here and play for your team you would think that you, the, the athletic programs would have 
a lot larger financial pot, I would I, I would assume, but no. Sheesh. So here are two people listening to this. P- person A is now saying, I'm going to cancel you because you didn't mm-hmm. know and you had the balls to sit here to tell me an unverified fact. I, mm-hmm. I, I no longer trust you. Goodbye. You have B being like, oh, fuck, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Right? So like you have these huge divides of if you don't have the exact knowledge right away mm-hmm. and yeah. you you may think something is true and that's yeah. the fact that you live by and then they're like oh we're gonna cancel you because you don't know yeah but the beauty of what i just said was before we even talked about athletic tuitions mm-hmm. i already stated that i have no prior i was assuming this whole the whole time yeah and now that i googled it up i'm like okay i do apologize i was completely off it's not even a full scholarship when it comes to the athletic program. Yeah. Some may do, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's going to be that person that's like, even though you said all that, yeah, I, I can't trust anything you say. Which is weird. It's weird. Yeah. And I think or that- people can just be casual listeners. You can have three, three. Okay. The third person is just like, I'm not even interested in this topic in a way, but um, I'm just here to listen to the information yes. we're, we're still providing a great amount of deal of information when it comes to council culture of course me Look being the, one of their reasons to be canceled to counsel me here you go yay but i i definitely feel like we need to instead of having cancel culture let's have the person that has caused the problem acknowledge what they've done and then mm-hmm. watch what they do after mm-hmm. to continue to see if they're on that train if it's just figuring out who this is that who that person is mm-hmm. or did they take this life lesson and right. grow mm-hmm. right yeah. um and i think that the only way we're going to do that is we come together and start listening to everybody instead of start, yeah. stop pointing fingers immediately maybe learn how to forgive people too i guess yeah. depending on what it is or should we just forgive regardless like is there a moment where you think in your heart you can forgive someone that was a major counsel like um let's say could you forgive um like uh uh Bill Cosby, or could you forgive R. Kelly? You know, no. there's like those huge council culture uh, candidates. You know, yes, I think to them that's just evil, and mm-hmm. you can. No, I can't even say you can, you can understand. You, mm-hmm. I can't understand why people pry on the weak because I'm not mm-hmm. that type of person. So I can't forgive them. For what they've mm-hmm. done, even if R. Kelly is talking to Gail King, crying crocodile tears, saying that mm-hmm. he's the victim, right. like I, my, your, your, whatever opinion you have to say is done. If you're talking right. like an itsy bitsy YouTuber that fucking pissed off Shane Dawson, Jeffrey Star, or just any of those guys, and you have to make a tearful apology, sure, maybe if I care enough. Mm-hmm. I think we just like we talked about we, we got to gauge what did you do? Yeah. How old were you? I have mm-hmm. a third column is were you under substances? 
because mm-hmm. somebody under substances versus not on substances with a clear mm-hmm. mind is a very different judgment. Mm-hmm. And then kind of gauge from there. Like, did I forgive Stassi for call her what she did a couple years ago to Faith? Sure. I don't fucking know her. I don't yeah. know who she is. I I can't really forgive somebody who I don't know and no one in my personal life gets canceled because that's not something that we do us are 99% the rest mm-hmm. of us is we don't cancel people we just we learn and we grow and adapt with them and if we see proper yeah. change for sure I mean if that's the case my family should have written me off years ago but they didn't they watched me grow to become the person I am today but if mm-hmm. I didn't get the support like I did when I was 17 yeah I definitely wouldn't be here right now Right. So I think we have to just kind of assess each situation appropriately and gauge to why are they being canceled and then go from there. And I think we also need to stop thinking that we know these celebrities. We don't know them. We don't fucking know what they think. We have no idea what's going on in their day to day lives. Yeah. Maybe let's just take a minute and just say, we don't know this person, so I can't really judge them upon their actions. And again, this is for light cancel culturing, mm-hmm. not predators. Right. Because that's who they are. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking a small little person that does something that no one will give a shit about in two months. Right. Kind of stuff like that, so... But I think that so, I think that's I think that's my my thoughts on cancel culture. Yeah. I, I leave um, the floor to you. Um yeah, I just think we have to sometimes just kind of figure out where when it comes to tweets and and stuff, like how relevant was the tweet? Obviously, if it was something 10 years ago, how was the context? Mm-hmm. You know, like there's been times where somebody said something on a tweet to someone else and it was kind of a racist remark but Ooh. we don't know the full story what's the relationship you did it publicly so what you do out in public there's there's a reaction there's always going to be a reaction to a reaction mm-hmm. so if i react a certain way on social there's going to be a consequence there's going to be a reaction to what yes. i post or what i do so I have to always be aware, even as a content creator, that if I say something in a satire manner or a political manner or any type of positive or negative way, I got to know, like, I'm going to be hit on all spectrums. Mm -hmm. I got to be ready for that energy. If I'm putting out a certain energy, I got to remind myself and be ready to receive that energy. And that's why I know, like, if I'm if I'm about to say something to somebody, I got to know for sure, am I going to be ready to take the heat mm-hmm. or there's going to be people that not don't know me and won't know that I'm joking. Mm-hmm. So I have to be mindful of that type of, you know, audience. So there's all, like I said, there's always going to be a reaction. So if when JK Rowling said what she said publicly, I think she has to remind herself that this isn't something you said 15 years ago. This is something you're saying now. And like, I don't even know mm-hmm. how long ago it was in 2020, yeah. you know, same with, you know, Joe Rogan and his political 
stance, you know, yeah. obviously some people, but that's when you have to keep, like, do you like his podcast? Do you like that he interviews these certain people? Like, you have to sometimes separate what they believe in. You know, it's like, okay, I like, like, let's say I like, um, I like, I like homegirl Stassi, right? But I'm not gonna, like, she might not like or celebrate Christmas. She might not be religious mm-hmm. or she might be, uh, she might partake in witchcraft, but no matter what it is that she does, right? I still like Stasi as an individual. So there might be things that, you know, you may not do, but I'm not going to counsel you over it. Yeah. You might even be, your politics might be different. I know people yeah. who are not even, all, I, not all my friends are Democrats or whatever. <laughs> we just don't talk about politics when we hang out. We, we just go out and we hang out and we do whatever, but we just don't talk politics. So there's always going to be people who are not like you. Mm-hmm. But as long as my, as long as the people I surround myself with aren't like legit hurting other people or um, saying things that are making other people uncomfortable, you know, being violent, yes. then I have no reason to t- typically, you know, counsel you. Now, I might not rock with you if like, you know, you're a band and you're using about stuff I don't really care about, then I probably, I'm not going to counsel you, but I'm not going to listen to you, mm-hmm. you know. But if you have a strong opinion about stuff that hurts people, then I will do my best not to purchase your products. Yes. You know, because I know there was a thing about Amazon. I, I don't I gotta educate myself on the Amazon situation again, but there was something going on with, you know, Amazon, there was stuff going on with Dr. Seuss, you know, he wrote very racist passages in a lot of mm-hmm. his books back in the day. Like, do you do you um do you you know, can't do you just not support those books or do you just not support him as an as an author? Because you got to keep in mind, um, uh, what's his name in poet fiction? He did a lot of like he showcased a lot of racism in his in his yeah. uh, thing was uh, Tarantino. Of? Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. But he does he get a he gets a pass? You know, like he's expressing mm-hmm. racist literature visually through his films. Are we going to cancel Disney for being anti-Semitic in World War II? I mean, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, again, I, I think it sometimes just comes down to convenience, you know, like mm-hmm. some people will, you know, look the other other way if it's if it's something they can bypass, you know, like yeah. we all know Disney's going to be that multi-million, billion yeah platform that's going to rule the whole world of disney cult you know culture tv movie cartoons and whatever so i mean they're just here to stay i mean they it's got to be something dramatic for us to find out for us to be like i can't rock with that i mean again again anti being anti-semitic um during the world war ii that's huge yeah so i mean what's the fine line like i mean it's crazy and let's talk about ye the last year who lost all of his sponsorships for being anti-Semitic. And then to me, that's that canceling has been justified because that has been years and years and years of doing really bad things. And then he came home, he had to pay the piper. Yeah. He lost everything. Like this man was on James Corden. He couldn't do car, uh, car, car karaoke had to do airplane karaoke they had to get his own jet in they had to do this whole thing with his choir he goes on talks about his church 
all this great stuff. But then he goes out running for presidency, basically saying all of these really bad things about his ex-wife, his children, and being anti-Semitic. And now he's now he's canceled. And now people are like, oh, is Kanye, you know, going to come back in like 2025, 2026? Here's the thing. I still love the album Graduation. Holy shit, that is such a great album. Do I, again, do I separate his crazy beliefs to the genius that he is behind music? It'd be like if Taylor Swift was, I don't know, something evil. Yeah, would see, we, that's crazy. Would we continue to like Taylor Swift, even though she may have, let's say she's an she's a flat earther. And before you Swifties come for me, she's not a flat earther. But in this multiverse, she is. She's mm-hmm. anti-science. Would you, would we cancel her and disbelieve her music because it's not the same see, view that we believe to be true versus do we just... We just like her music. See, again, it's it's a fine line between a uh, uh, a harmless like theory, you know, like yeah. like I might not believe in a specific culture or mm-hmm. whatnot. It's harmless. It's not hurting anybody with, with my viewpoints. But when I go off and say I don't believe in a specific thing that's given away or taking away someone's rights. Mm-hmm. then that's when it's starting to really impact people in their beliefs, you know, like that's when it comes an issue where I'm making a culture or a sex or race feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Now me saying that the earth is flat, that's just, you know, that's just not going to really impact too many people, too many people's religion, culture, whatever, maybe religion. I don't know, but that's harmless. Now, if Taylor came out again, this is hypothetical, this is guys. A, this is hypothetical. Yeah. This is not real. Yes. Now, if um, if Taylor went out and pulled a stunt like J.K. Rowling did, then it might be a half and half situation. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But now, if she went out and we found out she did some crazy thing that uh, R. Kelly did, then that see that would that'd be immediate. Like immediate. You're done. You're right? done. Like there's like. And guess how, guess how so many souls will be crushed if we, if anybody found out anything wrong with that happened to people mm-hmm. that people look up to, because a lot of people that are in this super limelight, positive light, you just don't see them doing anything that's going to mm-hmm. rub someone off the wrong way in regards to sex, race, and, and politics and stuff. Because at the end of the day, they kind of know how to 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 say how they feel without really like hurting somebody you know what yes. i'm saying i feel oh, like you know absolutely well, and you got to read the room like we're in this time now where we're still trying to do the civil rights thing we're mm-hmm. still in that we're still in civil rights right now movement absolutely for everybody yep. for people of color for women to this day right now so that's a sensitive topic and if you you have to really be careful and mindful how you voice your opinion. Like it's, you know, free speech in America, you know, Mm -hmm. but you, again, you got to read the room. You got to see where you're at. It's 2023. What, what's, what's the issues we have today and how can you voice your issues without, without hurting anyone to the point where you're going to get canceled? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like 
I obviously can't go and say a um you can like I say like if I'm just a nobody or I mean I am an I mean not I say not I'm a nobody but you just got like I said you just got to be mindful of how you what you put out there not not everybody's gonna be like a lot yeah. of people where it's like I'm gonna be mindful and I'm not gonna say the wrong word I'm not gonna call anybody out their name that if it was in 1995 and I said this word either I'm just defending somebody or it's just part of slang you know like yeah. the f word or something I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna write out the f word and like on Twitter or any at all, I don't even say it. Like, I don't even feel, I never was even comfortable saying it in the nineties. Um, so. And I, and I want to confirm the F word is the, not, the, not fuck. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, it, it's the other word. It's like saying dag dag. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 So anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, that's my stance on it. It's uh it's a thing and it will put you, we're all human. So just yeah. the fact of anybody being potentially canceled will put you through some mental stress. Uh, uh, really, your mental health will be destroyed for a minute. Um, and I every day I think about making sure when I post stuff, it's like, I'm a, we're all create content creators. I mean, there's stuff that's going to make people feel a certain way. I mean, I'm guilty of it. Like I do a lot of unaliving. I do a lot of obscene stuff because I'm testing my, you know, I'm a content creator. I'm a storyteller. My goal as a, I'm like, I'm definitely not like Quentin Tarantino, but I like to be able to make people feel a certain way. Uh, and like, I want you to be happy. I want you to be upset. Mm -hmm. I want you to laugh. I want you to cry. I want you to be like, what the hell am I watching? You know, I want you to feel a certain way, but I want you to feel a certain way where you're not going home being like, did he just offend my culture or yeah. Did he just take a stab at the LGBTQ plus community, you know, uh, and stuff like that. So I just want to, I have to be mindful because there was times where I almost did that just from like when I was listing out the kits. Uh, someone's like, I noticed you um, uh, put all the LGBTQ plus um, uh, kits and your and your lower ranking ones. Um, like the men's, uh, men's, the, knitwear the, uh, and yeah, men's yeah. wear one. And, uh, what was the other one? The Brazilian, not Brazilian one, but the party one. See, oh. I don't remember the kids. Yeah. But the, the, anyway, so the Caravel. Caravel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I put those kind of lower because with the, with my gameplay or however, how I dress my Sims, none of those, I don't usually use those kits. Yeah. So I rank them a little lower because. I don't use them. I said, I said, oh, here's exactly what I said. I said, coming in at number 10 is uh, modern menswear. It's too modern for me. So all I said, I said, it's too modern for me. And then I did the other one and I can't remember what I said. But anyway, then there's just one comment out of the thousands of comments. But I took took to heart to that one, though. Said, I noticed that you put all the those ones down at your bottom one. And I was like, Hey, it's not because of that. It's just cause I don't, I, that I doesn't use, it doesn't fit my style. Like yeah. that's all, you know? So I, again, like I have to be mindful of stuff like that too, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the thing is when we've talked about when you put yourself out there, you got to expect the good, the bad and the ugly. You could, yeah, there's no in between. And it, some of that, like that could have affected someone's comment being like, how dare you associate that it's just that's not my gameplay yeah 
like to be honest, me and Alex did the same thing. I'm pretty sure we rank those at the very bottom. Why did we rank them? It wasn't because it was LGBTQ plus. Right. It was because it didn't add value to our game. Right. Right. You're talking it to felt rush too. Like it just felt like they could have done so much more with, with those kits too, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't no stab at anybody. It was just, I don't use those kits. And and so. that and then you're just but then you have to sit there and defend yourself because if you leave that comment uncommented, it, yeah. are you validating this these person's thoughts? Exactly. And yeah. then it just comes messy, and then more people would get, jump on that, and then that's when they start yeah. throwing homophobic yeah. slurs around slurs, yeah. and there's no end. So yeah. long story short, my my feelings of cancel culture is we need to cancel cancel culture. But we need to do it differently and we need to maybe find a different term for people that really need to be canceled. And even let's just not cancel people. Let's just say we don't like this person because they did this. Let's just stop saying I cancel you because I don't like the fact that you wear fucking blue shirts and I'm anti-glasses. Right? Like. And holds no weight or no value to my life. Now, depending on what gang you're in, you know, you shouldn't be rocking blue in a way, or you shouldn't be rocking red. So, you know, it could be a gang thing out here in, the, out here in these California streets, you know. So, oh my so, God. Yeah, you know, so you could get counseled by, you, you could literally, figuratively, and for real, for real, get counseled out here in these streets if you walk up in here with the wrong color. But yeah, but anyway. That That's is... my joke. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, I know. Oh, as soon as you Dang. said that, I was like, yeah, yes. Um, they don't do that anymore. No, no. Well, they might. I don't know. You could walk. You could potentially walk in the wrong neighborhood wearing the wrong color. But uh, but typically it doesn't happen as often like, you know, like yeah. it used to in the 90s. Yes. Anyway, anyways, long search. That is a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. we can talk about gangs too if you want. Just kidding. I would have to bring in an expert for that because yeah. my like my knowledge of gangs is pretty <laughs> slim. I mean, look at me as a small white girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many gangs hey. I'm a part of. So hey, you could be you could be counseled by by saying that you know because there's a lot of um, mafias and. All kinds of different types of uh, cultural gangs out there in, the, in these Canadian streets. You got those French. You got that French mafia, probably. Oh, Canadian for sh- for sure, the French mafia. Um, okay. Definitely, will leave my opinions on the French right there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. Right. Well, <laughs> well, we gotta do something about this cancel culture, folks. Yeah, that's all we know. Maybe instead of canceling somebody, listen to them to why they did that. And then yeah. if it if you don't if you do not believe of what they're saying, just say, I don't like you. Let's not Can I ask you one last question before you end this. Sure. Um what do, how do you feel when people say people it's just, people now is just too sensitive? Like you can't say nothing, you can't produce anything, you can't direct or film, write music. I can't say the N-word in the car without someone going crazy because I'm not black. Like people are just sensitive. Like, how do you feel when people say like 2023, everybody's just uh just sensitive? That's an interesting talk, interesting question. And I will dance around it as PC as possible. 
I just don't think it's that we're sensitive. I just think that we're hyper-focused on every term to make sure that everybody feels included. And that's impossible because no matter who we include everybody, someone will always be excluded to whatever it is. Um, Do I think we're sensitive? No. Do I think the times have changed? Yes. I think... what was okay five years ago is no longer okay, but we're going in the right direction of inclusivity instead of excluding margins of people. And that means by accepting everybody, good, the bad, and the ugly of what society brings to the table. So to fully answer your question, would I like to come out here and and say certain things Sure, I guess. I I don't find us being sensitive. I just think it's just a different time to to especially what we're used to, especially growing up in the world of people just said whatever they wanted. So how do you feel? I, I, I feel a little mixed too. Well, I feel a little bit more mixed. I do feel like we do need to uh always be adjusting to to the time because like you said, um what what was okay five years ago, which really honestly wasn't even that long ago, could potentially not be acceptable now because we're always changing. Mm-hmm. It's just about, I think it's it's just about like like how at one point, you're right, like one point people will start becoming, you know, they everybody wants to be included, you know, and I feel like even being in the Sims community, um, I'm starting to feel like um, I'm starting to be like, the one that is hoping to be more included now because we I feel like everybody we're focused on trying to make everybody happy make everybody part of the mm-hmm. of the community and making sure the game is as exclusive and inclusive yep. as possible I mean inclusive as possible and then it's like well what about like just like then I feel like well what about some some of these elements and aspects of the game that might be lacking now because you know, whatever, but just not, not just the game, but just in general, you know, but, um, but I just think that calling people sensitive is the wrong term. It's yes. Just, it's, it is insulting. Yes. Um, and I think we also, in my opinion, I think th- I'm still trying to learn how to make sure that moving forward, how can art be to the point where it's still acceptable but can still push the envelopes a little bit without offending people because you're still trying to to add in elements that isn't that's just storytelling versus like real life Mm -hmm. scenarios you know what i mean like i still want to be able to watch a movie and maybe because of the scenario maybe there's a little bit of something that might be a little bit out of out of the ordinary that if that happened in real life that person could be canceled you know, just for the sake of storytelling. I want to make sure like art still has a little bit of freedom to still be able to do what the bigger people are doing, like Quentin Tarantino without being afraid of being, you know, you know, without being, whatever. But uh, I'm with you, I think. I don't know if I answered your question very intelligently, but uh, I try to squeeze as much as I can in there without being too PC uh or without being without with trying to be pc about it um but you know what i'm saying though like i want to make sure art is you know because a lot of times art can be canceled as well and Mm -hmm. i want to make sure like there's still that little bit of wiggle room that art could be art you know like um 
But so, because I mean, there's still moments where we can tell the story in hopes that no one can be too offended about it, you know? Absolutely. Well, the like way- white chicks, you know, like that would not happen today. Like, cause that's like, <laughs> oh cause just think about it. Like when people, let's say people try to do blackface, like now, yes. people, now you, now that's not acceptable, but white chicks is, you know what I'm saying? Like we have to be, if, if, if you're going to be strict about it, then I think this is my opinion. We can shut this down as, as fast as you want. But I think it's not okay for the black culture to mimic white culture if white culture can't do black culture. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there shouldn't be a pass. Like, of course, Black Chicks was cool. But let's just say, wasn't that movie with Will Ferrell, he didn't he have like a black face kind of, or he was like a brother or something. They were out in the war. They were doing the war thing. I think, he, I think the guy kind of had like a darker complexion. I can't remember. I think there was a movie similar to White Chicks, but... He had a darker complexion. I can't remember, but I um, cannot but I, tell you. Well, on that fun note, we're gonna wrap up here. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Before we both get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> um Nard, I want to thank you so much for coming here today. Welcome. <sighs> thank way. you for coming back for like I think this yeah. third uh, I don't know, but that's after it'll be after your wedding and uh about you know, by then. This will probably be my last one, probably after after everybody hear this thing on podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, well, Nara, thank you so much for coming back here today. Where can we find your work? Well, before it's uh before it's deleted, uh, you could probably hit me up on uh TikTok Nara Villain, Instagram Nara Sims, YouTube Nara Villain, uh, everything, all things, everything Nara Villain. That's where you can find me, and uh, yeah. Well, I super appreciate you coming here today and speaking the honest truths of what it's like to be a content creator in 2023 and the cancel culture that kind of goes around it and sharing your honest thoughts about cancel culture. Uh, Please go check out Nardvillain. The links are going to be below. Thank you again, my friend, for coming back here today. And we will chat very, very soon. Bye. Dag, dag.